Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Coming out next month, From Within Records and Streets of Hate, Seed of Pain, Demonstration of Power, Split 7-Inch, two new songs, and a classic hardcore cover from each band coming this winter. I am very excited for that. Both bands are awesome. Both labels are awesome. Shout out Streets of Hate. Love that label. You'll be hearing from them very soon. But please look out for that split seven inch coming out next winter. From Within Records podcast, episode 11 just dropped. If you're not subscribed, please go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts and check out the From Within Records podcast. It's awesome. Also, Carbonite Records just came in. They will be shipping out very soon so there are only 23 copies left at this time of the recording there could be less so please if you're interested if you have not had a chance to pick up a carbonite like a sickness vinyl yet please do yourself a favor head over to the from within records big cartel and pick one up before it's too late and if you're not following from within records on social media please boot up your twitter your instagram click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news and like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. They do amazing stuff. They print for a lot of your favorite bands. They print my merch. They're amazing. So please follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing. And if you want to get in contact with them, please email them contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Before we get into today's guest, I want to thank everyone who made it out to the Combust Gig program. I want to thank Take It to Heart, Shiva, Major Pain, Sanctify, Pop Free, an awesome gig. I'm always eternally grateful for anyone that supports Orange, uh, excuse me, Orange County Hardcore, but especially uh, something that um, I thought was really awesome. Shout out Program, shout out Chris, shout out Kenny. It seriously was an awesome night. I'm always humbled uh, to be able to put on any show in Orange County and for it to pop off, especially on a holiday, especially on a Monday night. So I literally appreciate every single person that rolled out and supported the gig shout out to everyone who bought tickets in advance i really appreciate you heading over to the website jmrk.com tickets and pre-purchasing like i tell everybody the money you pay on the website is the same money you would pay at the door so if you feel more comfortable buying tickets in advance head to the website there are zero fees it's straight up the same ticket price so that's something that I'm happy to be able to provide for all of you. So for anyone who is interested, head over to jmrk.com slash tickets like I am right now. We have a gig coming up next month, November 6th, it's a Sunday night. Change, take it to heart, rejection packed, cool side, fire starter, fading fast. So if you want to pick up tickets, you can do that right now. If not, just walk up to the door. Hopefully they're still available and we will get you through the door. It's going to be an awesome night next month. Shout out change, shout out rejection pack, shout out fading fast. All amazing bands coming from very far. So I appreciate them willing to do this on a Sunday night. It's going to be awesome. But today's guest, we had to reach out. No pun intended, but to reach out to our friends in reaching out. Shout out Caden, Kevin, Lou. I was able to track down these young bloods, the the new wave of New Jersey hardcore, something that I constantly preach here on the podcast. We got to support the youth. We got to put on for the next generation of hardcore kids. And I literally love what Reaching Out is doing. They're an awesome band and they're in tune for them to be able to produce such an awesome band at such an early age. I think it's remarkable. They have a new EP coming out on From Within Records, and I am so stoked, and I can't wait to hear more from them and hopefully get them out to the West Coast, because that is something that I always want to do. Come out to the West Coast, play California. It's awesome out here. LA has an awesome scene. Orange County has an awesome scene. San Diego has an awesome scene. Obviously, the Bay 
I don't need to say much about them. It's legendary up there right now. So I just want to have every band come play the West Coast. It's awesome. But please, if you're not familiar with reaching out, please hit pause, go boot up your Spotify, your Bandcamp, your Apple Music, listen to reaching out. You can go watch some live sets from them. I reference their last live set, which was filmed by my buddy over at Feet First Productions in this taco shop. It was awesome. You can go watch it on YouTube right now. But do that. Come back here and listen to me speak to Caden, Kevin, and Lou about the band. It's awesome. I definitely appreciate their time, and I hope you enjoy this conversation just as much as I did. So please, without further ado, welcome Caden, Kevin, and Lou to the show. Thank all of you for being down to do the podcast fresh from the taco shop uh, for people who are um, listening. Um, can you guys uh, all introduce yourselves real quick? Uh, I'm Lou. I play bass. Yeah. I'm Kevin. I play the drums. Uh, I'm Kaden. And you're all in a band called Reaching Out. Uh, young blood new band from new jersey uh, which part of new jersey are you guys actually from because i'm not uh, too sure I, all i know is you guys are just um, repping new jersey hard i'm from i'm from the jersey shore same as me yeah same yeah okay hell yeah i i i've only been to um perth amboy because I, I was on a a, a trip yeah I, I was in uh wilkesbury uh, just hanging out with some friends and there was a show that popped up in Perth Amboy and I was like, all right, I, I, I've always wanted to go there. So like, let's check it out. So that's the only place in New Jersey that I've ever been. Yeah. That's like what, North Jersey. No. Yeah. Like central. It's yeah. like right, right. Like where central ends. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, hearing about reaching out, uh, obviously it's a lot of positive stuff. A lot of my friends on the East coast talk about it. There's like this newer, younger band from Jersey. Like you got to check them out and obviously listen to the music which i thought was awesome and seeing your band get more active it has me stoked because it has a lot of people on notice but i'm, I'm just curious for all of you uh, and you're all pretty young uh, but i'm just curious how did all of you stumble upon hardcore and where did you get this crazy drive to want to start a band so early on in your hardcore career uh you want to go uh shit <laughs> I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Like, how did you get it? Yeah, like, uh, well, I'd say mainly my dad, because he would just push. I started off with heavy metal, but then I branched out into hardcore. Like, I always knew about it. But I don't know, when I got into, like, high school, I heavy got into it, and I've always played the drums. So I just wanted to start a band, and me and Caden's parents knew each other. And they already had reaching out started and he hit me up one day and asked me to join the band. Like if I wanted to play drums and I was like, yeah, sure. And I learned the songs and I came over and we practiced and that was it. Yeah. That's awesome. And what about the other two? Um, yeah, I found out, like I got into it like my parents are all like hardcore people too and uh like i've just i've been around it most of my life but it's like i never really like explored it on my own until i was like i don't know probably like 12 13 ish and then i started to kind of get into it on my own and uh you it's like we kind of just put you on yeah, yeah lie, so. i like i grew up like my dad loved like metal and everything so that's what i listened to pretty much my whole life and then I went to go see a like a death metal show and then Terror was on it and I don't even know who Terror was and I watched them and I was like, yo, I'm good as fuck. And then um, 
Yeah, I kind of just started listening to it. And then they needed somebody to uh, fill in on bass for a show. So I was like, word, I'll play bass. And then after that, it's pretty much all I've been listening to. That's awesome. It, it, it's something cool for all of you to have gotten uh, into it so early. Because when I first got into hardcore, I was like just entering in high school. And I felt like I was already behind because uh, learning about just the the long history of, of hardcore and me barely jumping in back in 2002. I was like, shit, there's a lot of shit I, I got to catch up on because uh, things are moving fast. And I, I, I was trying so hard to learn about everything that came before me, but also at the same time trying to understand and learn everything that was currently going on. So I, I think it's awesome that all of you were able to come across it um, very young. Yeah. I think so too. And as far as starting the band, uh, when did you guys realize that you wanted to start to take it serious? Because obviously, um, you know, starting a project, you're not really sure where where it's going to go. It's always like a, a cool idea to want to start something fresh and brand new. But was there a moment where you guys kind of stopped and realized, like, oh shit, like we're actually going to take this serious and actually try to do cool stuff with it? I feel like that was like recent, right? Yeah, honestly, we just started getting, we just got booked for a shit ton of shows, and we went through like a whole bunch of lineup changes, and then I don't, I don't really know how it happened, honestly, we just started feel, writing good shit. Yeah, I feel it's like, like once our, like, like once our old heads, like the people we look up to and like our scene started like putting us on like shows that we like wanted to play like with dope bands i think that's when we finally realized like we could kind of take this like more seriously instead of more just like doing it like obviously obviously like do it for fun but like it could be more than that in a way if you know what i mean 100 percent, and it's cool for me to see that you guys aren't really being like gate kept because I, I could easily see a bunch of like older heads feeling some type of way that these younger kids are storming the scene getting a lot of love and writing good music uh, and want to hold you guys back but for you guys to be able to have these great opportunities and getting on good shows i i think it's a, a really cool thing and especially having the support of your own local scene i feel like that's really important yeah 100%. and as far as uh, hitting the studio uh, do you guys ever have any experience with that before writing and recording the demo um i'm the only one out of these three these two didn't play on the demo mm -hmm. uh, but yeah that was the first time i ever went into a studio but like we recorded it in a basement though so i don't know if i would call it like a studio but yeah. I think it counts. Uh, just just going through the, through the experience, right? Having to, uh, you know, actually r record something that you created. I, I think that's a really um, important thing, and uh, you're probably a pretty cool experience for you for doing it for the first time. Hundred mm -hmm. percent. Okay. And how is the the reception? What's your guys' uh, game plan when the demo is done recording? How do you try to get it out and get in front of people? Because obviously, uh, super young kids, uh, you know, breaking into the scene. Uh, how was that for you? Um, I mean, when we put the demo out, it's like it was all right. Like, I kind of just feel like people were like, "Oh, like these are some young kids who put out like a demo, like that new band or whatever." Mm -hmm. And it's like nothing nothing really happened for a while and then it's like um like he was saying before we had like a couple lineup changes and then it's like once we kind of um i'm trying to think like fucking once we have like a solid yeah. like lineup together and like could have steady practices with the same people yeah and it's like once we started writing new shit that's kind of how we got out there more you know what i mean because we were playing more shows and practicing more and all that mm-hmm yeah, and and I, I'm happy that you guys have found a, a solid lineup, right? Because obviously, when uh, you're younger, you, you have uh, you know a lot of things you probably want to do. Uh, it's probably hard to focus, and uh, you're not sure what you actually want to do, so you just don't take things too serious. But for all of you to finally have a, a solid lineup and are going at it, I, I think it's awesome to have found that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and. I, I watched the live set. Uh, you know, I, I referenced the taco spot earlier. Uh, <laughs> show looked fun. Um, but uh, your singer, who's not present, mentioned a, a new EP coming in October. 
is that uh, still the plans are is that already uh, finished recording or are you guys still working on that yeah so we're about to drop uh ep on from within like Whenever it's done. It's like it, it, more it, like November. I'd say late November, early December. I don't know what KK was talking about, but because like it's all finished other mm. than one song. Okay. And like this last song, it's completely finished other than vocals. So it's like once we have vocals on it, uh we're gonna try and put it out, do some tapes, something like that, shirts. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Have have a proper rollout and try to uh, pump yeah. that thing up. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And are, are there plans to get KK back in the studio to finish that last song, or is that still up, up in the air as well? Yeah, October 16th. So I'd say, like, probably like a week or two after that, it should be completely mixed and mastered. Mm-hmm. And then that part, that's when the ball will really get rolling. You know what I mean? For sure. And can you speak about where you're, all of you went to record the new EP? Yeah. we went to uh to landmine studios in ewing okay with uh len carmichael that's the dude that's the homie super talented i always uh i I don't know len but i always give len high praise because the stuff that len has worked on is amazing yeah yep okay and your choice for going there because obviously a well-respected person but I, i was curious for for all of you how did you land on choosing len carmichael He's like, he's kind of the closest to us and he's just like, there's a lot of studios and stuff, but I know that he would give us what we wanted just because like, he's an actual like dude in hardcore. So like, he knows what, he knows what we want. You know what I mean? Instead Mm -hmm. of if you're going to like, like just some regular recording studio with some normal dude who like records like indie band and shit, isn't going to give you what you want. Yeah. Yeah. He has a ton of experience and probably could help and point you in the right direction it's terms of uh you know the, the music that you're writing so that, that's only a, a smart choice yeah i mean he he totally like produced and helped us with a couple of the songs like just telling us how shit would sound better do this you know kind of stuff like that so yeah he definitely helped a lot and how many songs are on the ep six seven yeah, like six. Ones. it's like six and then like uh an intro on like an instrumental so i guess it's like four real songs i guess okay and, and as far as that whole recording process what was it chill were there any hardships you guys have any um you know moments where you're just like damn this is crazier than i thought it would be i wouldn't say i personally did but i don't know about anybody else i mean i don't really think so it's kind of chill like we just sit on the couch and wait for everybody to finish doing what they got to do. You know what I mean? And, and like, mm-hmm. eat, like pizza. Yeah. So it's pretty chill. And besides the song that's not a hundred percent done, um, how long were all of you in the studio? Uh, two days back to back, but like all day. I was probably like nine to nine. No, it's like, like about nine seven. Yeah, six yeah. seven. It was a while, but like two days in a row. Okay, that's sick. And just wanted to uh, talk about your experiences. You guys have played some pretty crazy shows and have some cool stuff lined up. But I, I just want um, to know if you guys can remember uh, going back to this is hardcore. What was that situation like? <laughs> that, was, that was a great show. Was, yeah, that was a great experience. Definitely the best show I've played. Yeah, that's definitely one of our best sets ever. Yeah. Best just, reaction, best mm-hmm. performance. Yeah. Were, were any nervous to get on that stage at all? Because obviously the long history of that fest is is, is amazing. Uh, shout out to Joe Hardcore and the whole team for putting that on uh, for so many years. But uh, for a newer, younger band to, to get up there, I, I always think it's awesome that Joe gives those opportunities out to up-and-coming bands. But for all of you, uh, were there any nerves or were you guys just ready to get up there and just be a part of the fest? Uh, both. Honestly, like I was excited and nervous at the same time, but I don't know. Yeah, I've never really been nervous to play like a show before, but that show, like before, I was I was a little bit nervous. It's a big deal. Yeah, know? it's like a, and that is like, like a real, real venue. Like I've like heard, I've been like, 
I've known of that venue for years, so like knowing that I was about to play there was kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I've never been there. I've only seen that venue and like um, obviously all the videos that like Sunny has filmed. Uh, that venue appeared in the first uh, Creed movie, so I was always like, "Damn, I I, I got to get out there one day." <laughs> yeah, that's okay. And uh, just curious, uh, going back to the EP, uh, will I'm I'm assuming Wrong Pace will be on there because obviously that single has been out for a while. Um, will that make the EP, or is that just a one-off single? Yeah, yeah. no, it's gonna be on. Okay, for sure. That's only a good choice. I, I saw kids uh, popping off to that in that uh, taco shop video that I watched. <laughs> yeah. and what was that venue like? Because was it the whole show in that that one room, or was there more space? Because just based off the video, it just looked really small. I'm not sure how big that room actually was. Nope. Yeah, that's how that's big it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, th- I thought it was funny when um, Jeff would kind of pan over to. Um, to you, and then you'd see people standing outside, just like watching in through the glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn, that's wild. And it, it, shows have happened there before, or, or was that a first time thing? Um, yeah, there's like two. Or yeah, there's like two. yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I, I definitely like shows popping up at random places like that because it, it makes it a, a little more fun and, and it's definitely a great story to tell. Because obviously, it's, it's cool to have steady normal venues, but. When it's like, oh, okay, the show's at a taco shop tonight. This is going to be wild. So I, I definitely think it's cool that things like that still happen. Yeah, I mean, in Jersey, it's like that's kind of how all the venues are because we don't really have shit here. Everything gets shut down in like the first week. So, like every, I feel like every venue we've had in like the past like five years has been like DIY, like no like real deal, like actual venues, if you know what I mean. Besides. Yeah, besides House of Independence and, and the, that other, the other one. Oh, Debonair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's kind of new. It's a hard Yeah, when I went to that show in Perth Amboy, we had to go to the back of this uh, bar, and it was like this. Uh, it looked like they had the the, the room was like a like a little nightclub that they just uh, people play shows there. So I was like, okay, this yeah, is a, this is kind of wild vibe. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's awesome though. I love it. <laughs> do you uh, do you think that that makes it a little harder on, on your scene to basically have like this traveling scene where there's not like a steady home for shows? Um, I mean, you know what it is. It's like we get these like steady homes, and like a scene gets built around this one spot, and it's like kids will just come to these spots no matter what, like just because it's a show in this one spot, and then it's like it'll just get shut down and then it's like no more, you know what I mean? And then it'll just get picked up at a different spot and the same thing will happen again. Then it'll get shut down and the same thing will happen again. You know what I mean? So it's like an endless cycle of, uh, venues getting shut down. Yeah. Well, hopefully at some point you guys are able to find something steady uh, to, to be able to cultivate something special. Cause it, cause it, it is cool that uh, kids still, uh, you know, follow wherever the shows are going, but I, I feel like, it, it would be way more chill to have something super consistent. Yeah, I'd agree. And as far as, um, uh, you know, you guys um, and you're younger, do, do a lot of like your your peers in school know about hardcore or is this just like some little like secret thing that you guys have that you do that nobody's really familiar with? Yeah, nobody in my school. Nobody. Yeah, when I was in school, nobody knew about hardcore I, I don't talk to anybody in my school so i really couldn't <laughs> tell you okay i definitely went through the same thing it was always pretty funny because um i would go to a show like on, on on a weeknight and i would go back to school the next day just so stoked to wear whatever merch i was able to afford and yes. nobody nobody would, would know what the hell i was wearing um but in my mind i'm like okay i'm definitely the coolest kid in school because nobody knows uh, about hoods or about hundred demons or whatever i was wearing the next day uh, but in all reality it, it didn't really matter I, I just felt so cool in my mind yeah that, that's how i was for a long time too that's fine that's crazy and but i feel like it, it could be like a good resource right maybe find some punk kids or some hardcore kids that you that you could help you know put onto the scene uh, since there are you know so many kids around uh, you could help drive and interest some new kids 
Yeah, no, I definitely think that. It's just, at least my school, most of the kids are like low key, like, I don't know, they're kind of pussies. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Nobody at my school is like open minded. They all listen to like the same, mm-hmm. all the same, like 10 rap artists that all the songs sound the exact same. Damn. They all wear the same clothes, the same shoes, and it's just like so boring. Damn, they probably see you in that Pain of Truth hat, that vein hoodie, and they're like, what the hell is that weird stuff? That's crazy. Whatever. I, I guess just uh, keep doing what you're doing, because obviously you guys are doing something right to uh, be doing all these cool shows and gaining the attention, because anytime I, I mention your band to people, it's always uh, positive things that, that I hear about you guys. That's so crazy. That's dope. Yeah, no, and it, it's, it's well-deserved, because Obviously, um, it's it's awesome that you're all so young and uh, you know literally the, the next wave of kids to you know put on for not just your local scene but for just the scene in general. But when I listen to the music, I'm just like, wow, this is crazy that these riffs are you know coming from such a young group. Like, how do they have it so you know tuned in and dialed in so early? Because when I think back to when I was your age, I was just happy and lucky to be able to get to a show. The idea of being in a band and helping to give back to the scene wasn't even something that I thought I could do. So for all of you to be so far ahead of the curve, I think I, I think it's really awesome. Yeah, for sure. And how did you guys all, uh, you know, learn to, to to play your instrument so young? And was this ever even like a thought to to be in a band, or was it just like some hobby that all of you picked up when um, you were younger? For me. It was it was just a hobby that I picked up when I was younger. Like I I don't know. I've always played the drums. Like I would just sit in my basement with earphones in and just repeat the song I was listening to for fun. And then I always wanted to start a band, but I never had people to start a band with. Mm-hmm. Kaden reached out to me. Yeah, and uh, and since I was like maybe like three or four, I. I went to like this uh this like music academy. So <laughs> so yeah, I learned how to play drums, guitar, um I was singing piano. I learned I learned like a whole bunch of stuff. So I've been playing like shows there for like years, but I've never really like been in a band like a real band where you play like real shows and stuff. Kaden? Um, I'm basically the same as Kevin. Mm-hmm. I kinda just Cause my dad plays guitar too. So it's like, he gave me a guitar and it kind of just sat in my room for a long time. Cause I was like, this shit looks like it's way too much work to try and learn. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like a little bit before like COVID kind of, probably like maybe a year before I started like, just like fucking around with it. Cause I wanted to learn how to play like Gojira riffs. Cause that's what I was super into. And then I eventually just started like learning how to, play songs I was listening to and stuff. And then I started writing my own shit. And then like, that's, it just went from there pretty much. And you guys dropped during the pandemic that, uh, in like September of 2020, what was uh, your thoughts on that? Cause obviously weird times, nobody really knows what was going to come out of it, but there are some bands that dropped during the pandemic and have had great success. So I was just curious what were you guys, um, ever nervous about dropping during the pandemic or were you guys just ready to get out the demo that you had? Um, I mean, when we dropped it, it was like, I mean, the whole band is like a product of the pandemic, I guess, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's just like some shit that we didn't want to do because we were bored and had like no time. And then it's like, uh, our old guitar player and KK, uh, had like reached out to me and were like, Oh, do you want to play guitar in this band? And I was like, yeah, like sure and then i learned all the songs for the demo and then we recorded that shit and i like dropped it the next week so it was just kind of something we wanted to do just for fun mm-hmm. well cool I'm, I'm glad you guys did it for fun because now new jersey has a cool new hardcore band doing stuff and hopefully you guys are here to stay and do stuff for a long time yeah i hope yeah okay you guys uh, are playing SWF or excuse me, SWB, excuse me, uh, next week. Uh, I, I was just curious uh, how you guys got approached to do that, and have you guys ever played out there before? Um, 
Okay. Yeah, it's our first time. We were um, Nate from Good Fortune. Shout out Nate, appreciate and, um, you. Yeah, that's the dude. He uh, he put us on a show with uh, Gel. Who else is playing? Yeah, Mad uh, Hesitate and whatever. And we ended up dropping because Kevin forgot to take off work. And uh, I was like, yo, I was like, I really want to play up here again. So I was like, anything you have, I was like, just hit us up about. And then he hit us up about that. And then that's pretty much how we're playing SWB. Yeah, all respect to Nate. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he uh, still gave you guys that, that opportunity because obviously things happen. Um, so for um, for him to still want to put on for you guys and uh, book you on, on a cool thing, I, I think it's really awesome. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. appreciate him uh, asking us. Yeah, he's actually a, a really good friend of mine. I'm actually going to be out his way in a couple weeks. I'm actually staying with him. Okay, dope. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I hope you guys have a good time out there because that's like one place uh, that I always uh, wish I could move to. I, I, I tried really hard to, to move there last year, but some things just didn't really pan out. Um, but maybe yeah. one day in the future, I'll be able to get out there. Yeah, Wilkes-Barre is sick. Y'all have been there. I've been there. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, it, it was weird for me uh, just growing up and listening to so many bands from that like specific area and hearing so many songs about places that are there locally, and then finally getting to travel there and see these places that I've heard so much about just through songs. It was definitely a trip and made me appreciate and like the place like way more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's like. It's bizarre that there's so many like um, like like actually like big bands from there because it's just like it's just like some small town in like Upper Pennsylvania, so <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it's really cool. Yeah, it's always something in the water, and it also it was a trip for me too because like when we're uh, driving around town and I'm looking at all the local people, and I'm just like, wow, these people are all so clueless to these special bands that come from this area, and it's just like I, I wonder. Uh, what they do to uh, pass the time or to even enjoy themselves out here since they're not a part of uh, you know, the hardcore scene up there. Yeah, I mean, there's not like... I mean, I'm not from there, so I can't talk for it, but mm-hmm. for me, it looks like there's not much going on. I'm not going to lie. So. <laughs> yeah, I know m- my friends thought I was crazy for, for wanting to, to to move there, but I was just like, ah, I, I, I don't need that much to be happy these days. And especially since I, I moved away from uh, where I grew up, thinking that it was going to be this life-changing event and that I was going to enjoy life way more. And then, you know, fast forward like 12 years later, it's like, oh, I could have been just as happy staying back home with my parents as I am right here in Orange County. Yeah. But for you guys out there in New Jersey, how's your local scene? Because I feel like I always get mixed things when I talk about uh, or when I ask about, um, you know, how are the local things going on out there? Because when I look at New Jersey as a whole, there's so many great bands that are doing things currently and even way before. There's bands like the Mongoloids, who I will always love. Shout out, Greg. Bands like Floor Punch. Uh, but w- I always just get mixed things when I ask different people. So I'm just curious from your perspective, uh, this uh, new generation, uh, you know, how would you describe your scene? Um, I mean, the scene like closest to me, like the short scene, it's like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't, uh, I don't really go to a lot of shows because it's like, they're all like 21 plus places. Oh, wow. it's like, but it's like the people who like put on for us, at least as of right now, is like part fanboy crew and like all those dudes. Mm -hmm. So it's like the scene closest to me in Jersey that I'm like most active in is definitely like central Jersey area for a in New Brunswick. Okay. Yeah, and shout out Never Again. Shout out Cut Down. I yeah. love that whole crew. Yeah, those are the, those are the dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was cool to w- watch uh, your set from from that uh, taco shop and see uh, Dylan from Shackle just chilling in there because uh, I I love Dylan. Uh, I, I think he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that it, it's crazy to me that like that uh, he even like asked us because he booked that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like crazy he even asked us to play because, yo, like when I first started going to shows on my own, like Shackled was like, I was like, these are the coolest motherfuckers. Like, this is that band. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was, they're from, they're from like Howell. That's like right near me. So it's like, that shit's just super dope to me. And now that we're like friends with him, it's like, 
surreal in a way. Not the dick ride, but I, I just wanted to mention. No, no, no. It's, it's totally fair because for, for for someone like uh, Dylan to uh, you know want to put on for someone in his area because like i said it, it's so easy for someone with um more uh you know a, attention or hype to just kind of pass you know, their peers and not want to help out uh newer bands or, or anything and just kind of be selfish and just focus on themselves but for him to still want to give back to his local scene especially put on for a younger band from the area that, that that's definitely something that I truly respect because uh, I always say that the youth and hardcore is the most important thing because without the next generation coming, this shit's going to end. So for him to, uh, you know, want to put on it and book you guys and uh, try to help promote it. I, I, I think it's very smart. Yeah. I think it, I, I appreciate it for real. I'm doing that. Bro. Yeah. Cause trust me, it's not, like, it's not like that everywhere. People will try to, <laughs> people will try to hold you back, try to gatekeep you. They want to see you fall. So, uh, yeah, people like Dylan who, who just try to um, uplift and help promote, uh, you guys, uh, it, it, it's, it's awesome. So, uh, it, it's, it's cool to have someone like that in your scene. Yeah, for sure. So the from within records deal, uh, when I found out you guys were getting, uh, or putting out an EP on from within records that had me excited because I'm a huge supporter of from within records. I love Carter Holmes. I, I love everything that he does. Uh, I, I was super stoked, uh, but I'm just curious, how did that connection get formed? Um, so we recorded the record and I was like, I was like, I kind of want to put this out like under a label. So it's like, I hit up uh, a few people. Fuck, who'd I hit up? I, I think I hit up days from within. I think that's it. I think that's all I hit up just because mm-hmm. those are like the label that, that, uh, personally I like and they have all my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Shout out Lumpy. <laughs> I thought they were just going to be like, like, uh, yeah, nah, we're not interested in whatever. Cause it's like, we're like some young kids. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yo, Carter, I sent Carter all the demos and he was like, he texted back. He's like, yo, this shit is like insane. I was like, you, like you dead ass think that he's like, yeah. I was like, and he was like, yo, I, I would love to work with you guys. And I was like, dude, that's, that would be insane. So yeah, that's basically how that happened. Pretty simple. For sure. That's sick. Shout out Carter for taking the time to, to listen to that. Cause I know, um, you know, sometimes people will get sent stuff and not even give it the time of day uh, for whatever reason, but for, for Carter to actually sit down and listen to it. And he does trust me because I've sent him stuff and, uh, he's given me his uh, real opinion on it. So I definitely appreciate people like Carter who will actually take the time to listen to stuff that gets sent to him because I'm, I'm sure he gets flooded with stuff all the time, but he actually sits down and takes the time to, to check it out, which is awesome because you never know, uh, you know, what's getting sent your way. So for him to actually take the time to do that and for him to get back to you and, uh, you know, give you props on it. That's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And is that exciting to, to put out your EP on, uh, in my opinion, the best label in hardcore? Yeah. That shit, that shit is crazy, man. Yeah, it, it, it's so sick, and I'm, I'm happy that uh, you're, you're going to get that from within records rub, and just uh, you know get the support from the label and get in front of more people's eyes because it's so surprising how many people just don't check out new shit unless it's like on a certain label or unless a certain person tweets it or, or whatever. So I'm just happy that uh, being on that label, you're definitely going to get in front of uh, more eyes and hopefully more people checking you guys out. Yeah, that's completely true. I completely agree. Okay. And you guys have a, a, a big show coming up. I don't know if this would be your biggest show, but it's what, probably on the same level as this is hardcore. I'd say I'd say it'd be our biggest show because like, this is hardcore. That's obviously a big show. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's not going to be as many people there for the opening band of like uh, all day long fest. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm that like as an individual like like show not fest that's our biggest show yeah what was your reaction to getting to ask to to, to play something and for the people who are listening who may not be familiar you guys have a show lined up with uh it's fiddlehead mind force one step closer and hotline tnt mm-hmm. uh, so what was your reaction on getting asked to book the show and um, uh, who hit you up for that um greg texted me and was like yo and I was like, why the fuck is Greg texting me? <laughs> and he texted back. He's like, yo, would y'all want to play with Fiddlehead on uh, December 10th? 
and like I didn't know the rest of the lineup or anything until the the, the flyer got announced. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, for, let, let me let me start here. Just for Greg to ask us to play a show is is some crazy shit. Yo, like I remember, um, I remember when Hold My Own first came out, and they did a uh, they did an article on No Echo, and I think uh, Carlos from No Echo asked like about uh, bands from Jersey that that are good. And he and he put us on there along with like Shackled and like Never Again and all these bands and I was like, like how the fuck does this dude even know who we are? Mm-hmm. And then like, just through the just through like the pipeline or whatever, we ended up uh, being friends with him. And then he had asked us to play a show, and I was like, I would have said yes no matter what, just because he's asking. But it's like that shit is insane. Like I can't believe we're on that show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What about the other two? What, what were your reactions to seeing that opportunity and seeing that lineup? Well, as soon as I found out about it, it was just an immediate yes, like Jaden said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. One thing I, I love about Greg is that he has so much pride for New Jersey and you don't find that too often whereas uh, people are, are like super prideful of where they're from and their scene in particular so that's one thing that i definitely um, admire about greg because i'm the same way i even though I, I wasn't born in orange county but I, i've been here 12 years and i do as much as i can to, to help the scene i try to put on as hard as i can for orange county hardcore in general that's why i you know pump up take it to heart i just why i book major pain uh shout out to scalp dare brainless everybody else that's doing shit fury because uh, i just want to see my local scene thrive so for for greg to have the history that he has and the band that he's played in the bands that he is playing in and even with him you know traveling all over the u.s constantly but still being in tune and wanting to put on for new jersey i i, I think that's really awesome yeah i don't know how he does what he does i asked him one time and he, he told me how he does it and it's like Bro, like his his schedule of shit he has to do is like insane. Like, homie has no downtime. Yeah, shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to get too personal, but uh, Greg was out here in California uh, a, a while back, and we had uh, something scheduled in the books, but last minute he had to uh, cancel because of work. And I was like, dude, I was like, I totally get it. I was like, we'll see each other at some point in the future. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, he, he's all over because like I'll, I'll think I know he's in LA. But then he's just like in New Jersey or Paris or somewhere crazy. And it's just like, damn, I don't really know how this guy does it. He's all over the place, but he's also a, a great family man. So, yeah, um, you know, kudos to Greg to, to be able to have um, what I assume is a, a good balance in everything. So, yeah, good time management. For sure. Well, that, that that's awesome. I'm, I'm going to be stoked for all of you to, to be able to play in that show because those are some of the the biggest bands in hardcore right now because you think about how huge fiddlehead is and even mind Force with their new record insane yo like being able to play a show with with, with fucking uh pat from half heart is like some shit right there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so good old half heart it, it's cool because um I, I like Have Heart. I, I was around when they were active. I was at the Sound and Fury where they played, and it's so cool to see how many people that they've affected, like, you know, even like while they were an active band and even in their time of being away. So just to hear um, you mention Pat, it's just like, wow, they're, they're, they're still reaching like younger kids to this day. It's insane. But it, but it also speaks to how legendary that band is. Yeah. 100%. Okay, well, planned release for the EP in November. Does the EP have a name? Is, is that too early to, to say, or you guys want to just hold out and wait for an actual announcement? Not as a name. Save it, save it. No, wait, save it. <laughs> Keep it special. Don't, don't ruin it here. <laughs> because I, 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 I just want to know everything, but no, save it for the rollout. Keep it special. I <laughs> remember um, but uh, outside of that, uh, Fiddlehead, Mind Forest, One Step Closer, Hotline TNT show, uh, do you guys have a- anything else planned? Or are you guys going to uh, you know, try to do a- any type of tour in the future? Definitely want to get like spring tour going, right? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, when it, like one off shows, we don't, yeah. we, I'm trying to think of shows we have booked. 
Um, that's one next Friday. Yeah, we have Fed. we have SWB and then that Fiddlehead show, and I think that's it right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Show. yeah but that's not KK's <laughs> yeah. not gonna be here. So oh, it's not yeah. really us. True. But uh, yeah, like we don't really have anything booked. We're kind of just like keeping it slow until this record drops, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And as far as um, other projects, do you guys do any uh, other bands or is reaching out just the the main focus right now? Yeah, we do have another band, but reaching out is definitely the main focus as of right now. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. That's true. Well, I'm hoping, and I always am selfish. I always want bands to tour the West Coast. So hopefully you guys are able to get out West. Because I'm sure I'll see you guys at some point um, out in your area. But the, the dream is always to um, have people come out to California and uh, you know get that exposure out here. Yeah, definitely. What's up with Toby? Tell him once again, bring us to the West Coast. Yeah, hit him up. Facts. <laughs> yeah, Toby, Toby from H2O told us he was going to bring us to the West Coast. But I don't know what's up with that. Oh, oh, oh okay. So uh, you got uh, famous people in tune. Yo, I don't even know how the fuck you found out about us, bro. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> On some real shit. <laughs> but it just speaks to the music, right? For someone to to listen and to to, to want to say that to you guys, I, I I think it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. We should press them and make it happen. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> press them, make it happen, and and then let me book you guys out here in Orange County. Yo, facts. Yeah, that'd be sick. Trying to play program. Say less. I, uh, I, I booked. Well, so far I booked all the shows, um, all or all, all the shows that I've booked have been at Program. So shout out to, um, all the bands. Shackled has played there. I, I booked Shackled. That was my last show. Yeah, I saw that video. Okay. I, I, I have some videos that that I haven't posted. I'll, I'll have to send them to you because they're on my phone. Yeah, Combust is playing there like this week. Uh, week? not yeah, next week. It's not this Monday. But it's like the following Monday. That that's going to be sick too. So many kids are stoked on Combust's new record, and for them to be able to come out to Orange County, kids are definitely really stoked on that one. Yeah, that, that's going to be a sick show. That lineup's sick. Yeah, I, I'm stoked on it. So I, I'm just happy to be able to provide. I I want to book more shows. I, I got some stuff that I'm working on for like early next year, but all of 2023. Any bands listening? You want to play Southern California? You want to play Orange County? Please get in touch with the boy. I'll, I'll get you some cool shows. We, we we got cool venues in Orange County. I'll I'll definitely make it happen. Just hit me up, DM me, text me, call me, email me, whatever. Find a way. We'll make it happen. Yeah. West Coast tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> West Coast tour. Spring break. All right, we'll figure it out. But, but, but as far as uh, hardcore, um, from your perspective, uh, what do you like about it so much that you guys are so, um, you know, willing to, to to work hard and do a band? Just a love for the music, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just love, I just love the music. I just like hanging out with my friends. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the environment, you know. I don't know. Now, hardcore. When I found out about it, I found out because my older sister she she put me onto to some band. She's like, "Hey, you like you should check this out. I think you might be into it." And right off the bat, I just had this hunger for wanting more. And over the years, it's just never been satisfied. And like every day, I'm just like, "Man, what new band is out there doing cool shit?" Or, or even being fascinated by bands that I love and just following their career and seeing them on their ups and downs. It, it, it's so weird to me that. After so long, I'm still never satisfied with what I've discovered and what I know uh, with hardcore. It's just like this never-ending love because th- th- there's things that I've gotten into and reach like a point where I'm just kind of like, okay, that's cool, but not as fun as um, you know I-, I used to think it was. But with hardcore, it's one of the rare things in my life that I just have never uh, you know been able to figure out why I-, I love it so much. But it's just I'm just here day in day out, and it's never gotten old to me. Yeah, same every day. <laughs> Okay, and as far as uh, you guys have any uh, long-term goals for the band, or are you guys just kind of going where things take you? I mean, I feel like we've never been goal-based. I feel like we just kind of do whatever comes to us, or yeah. You know. 
yeah, whatever opportunity is presented. Mm-hmm. And just curious, has your parents ever seen Reaching Out Live since they were like, you know, crucial parts in getting some of you into the music so early on? parents have all seen us right? yeah, yeah yeah i think they've all seen us yeah. that's awesome what were the reactions like were they just uh, obviously because they understand what it is because uh, it would definitely be a little different for someone on the outside not under really understanding that type of music but for them to see their kids live like can you uh, talk about what their reactions were like uh yeah my dad came and saw us play once or twice and um of course like he loved the set but he He's been into like metal, so he's seen like push pits and stuff. And then when he saw like, like a real like, I guess mosh pit or whatever, he was like, "What the fuck is happening?" That's so funny. Yeah, it, it's it's always. Uh, I I think it's funny to hear people's reactions when they've never really experience something like that and they don't really understand what's going on so to see people uh you know throwing spin kicks and you know punching the air hitting people or stage diving i, I always laugh because because it, it's so normal for us because we, we do that and see that all the time so it's just like yeah that's not that surprising to us but for people on the outside it's like this crazy thing yeah i was showing up my dad's video from um from friday i think and he was just like laughing he's like what is going on there it's a great story. Uh, obviously, I, I'm, I'm assuming the the restaurant had closed right for the show. Nah, kitchen nah, stays open. Kitchen stays open. Yo, oh, oh, is that why there was that that sign hanging from the ceiling that said cashier? You could literally go buy some food. Yo, I mean, fools was getting food the whole time. I think, I think it's either our set or the fools game set where somebody is like walking through the pit with like a tray of uh, chips yeah, and salsa and guac. Yeah, I think it's a fools game. Set. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, I did see uh, Ben Stuckey out there moshing, but but I, di- I didn't see Clemo. I wonder what he was up to. Probably drinking some beer. <laughs> Clemo is. Just, uh, I, I'm going to call Clemo out. Clemo is so strange. I, I had let him know because first of all, he took forever. I I purchased a Fool's Game T-shirt. I'm airing it out right here. I purchased a Fool's Game T-shirt, and I'm pretty patient, but. I see him on the internet out here selling the very design that I had purchased. So I had to hit him up. I'm like, yo, like, where's my fucking shirt, Clemo? And he still liked it. Um, I eventually got it. I, I have it now. It's in my possession. So thank you, Clemo. But um, I'd, when I hit him up and let him know that I got the shirt, I let him know that I was going to be in his area. And he asked me, oh, you're going to come over and drink beers? And I'm like, I'm thinking, like, dude, this guy knows that I'm straight. I'm not drinking beers with Clemo. Um, but Clemo's a weirdo, but I love him. Uh, shout out to fool's game ripped away everybody go support clemo he's awesome he, he's dedicated he, he's, he's another person that i i love to know that's into hardcore because he's he's all over the place whenever i'm out there on the east coast he's popping up at every show even though he has work and shit yeah that dude's dedicated to hardcore for sure 100%. Mm-hmm. okay well yeah and it definitely was cool to watch your live set and see so many people from even the touring bands i saw Alfredo from Adrian out there moshing. Even Carter Holmes is out there. So it, it was cool to see so many people showing out and supporting your band. Yeah, yo, homie from Adrian moshes hard, son. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> how were they live? I, I'm jealous of everyone that has gotten to see Adrian live. I'm uh, dying to see them. Yo, like, really good. on some real shit, not the dick ride, that band's going to be fucking big. I can tell you that. Yo, like, that. Like, aside from the music, like, the music's dope and whatever, mm-hmm. but they all, like, have the look, and they have the stage presence, and they got their whole, like, shit down. I don't know. Very, like, professional. It's awesome. That's how I found out about them, because there was so much hype surrounding that band from their local scene, so I was watching these videos of them on the internet, I'm like, yeah, like, the local kids definitely know that they have something special here, but, like, how has nobody caught on yet? Uh, so just kind of following them and seeing them continue to grow and doing more i i'm super happy for them i hope they're a band that i hope makes it out to the west coast because like i said i love adrian and i'm dying to see them live yeah no i I, like seeing them was dope because i've liked that band before uh we were were playing with them Mm -hmm. and uh, when dylan asked us to play with them i was like bro fuck yeah we were um we got asked to play the show and uh Massachusetts that they're playing today, mm-hmm. but we had to say no just because that shit's. We gotta go to school tomorrow. <laughs> <We can't be. laughs> 
need to go into Massachusetts, but I wish we could have. Yeah, that band's so good, dude. How far is that from you guys? Five, six hours. Massachusetts? That's oh, Massachusetts. That's like five hours from Kevin. Uh, it's probably like it's probably like seven or eight hours, bro. No, like six, seven. Like six, seven. Six, seven. Okay. Far, so far. And do any of you drive? What? Do any of you drive? I do. Yeah, only him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like Kevin does. Yeah. That's wild. Our singer got her license. Wait, she, she just got her license? Like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, really new. And where's KK? Uh, dealing with the throat issues still? or? Uh, KK is at work currently. Okay. And where's the other member? There's one more person missing. Uh, in New York. In Albany. Yeah. Probably like partying at a frat house or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's crazy. And uh, obviously, uh, school's important. Stay in school. Uh, get it done. I'm, I'm sure you, your parents would want to see you finish that. But uh, w- would there ever be a situation where your parents let you go to uh, mass on like a night where you have school the next day? Maybe take a day off of school? Him no, my parents yeah, but uh, I'm 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 starting homeschool in like two weeks, just so that like it's easier to schedule shit with the band and work and stuff. So okay, um, I always wish I could do homeschool. My, my mom never really wanted me to do that because she uh, liked me being out of the house and uh, she she thought that I would play video games all day and not do my schoolwork, which. Probably would have been the case because I took a an online class in college, and I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" And I failed, failed the class, um, and then I had to take it the next semester in person, and I did uh, amazing. So I guess my mom was definitely onto something. She knew me better than any of myself back then. Yeah, I mean, I'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, but I, I I think it'd be cool because uh, how was it for you? during the pandemic because obviously um, a lot of schools shut down and everybody had to go to like zoom classes and stuff was that like that in your area or were still schools still open yeah. you were in school back then. Yeah. yeah i mean i didn't do none of my work because i didn't feel like doing that shit man i don't know why you yeah but it's like they let you get away with that shit in the beginning now uh-huh. you can't yeah, and now you gotta actually turn in your work and do shit. No, for sure. And I get it because I couldn't imagine like that kind of culture shock to be like having the routine of going to school, but then being like, all right, school can't happen anymore. Like you have to do it from home. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it, it's so hard for me to pay attention in school now since all that bullshit. Um, fucking- online, I, I just can't pay attention. Like I would rather do it online, but I can't pay attention at all. So. Yeah. I can't pay attention to anything. So. <laughs> it, it can be rough, especially if, if you're not interested. Obviously, like, they want you to go to school to uh, learn and get basic skills and knowledge. But I get it. There are times where I was more curious about what the 25 to Life show was going to be later that night instead of my English teacher trying to talk to me about poetry. I was just like, lady, shut up. Do you understand that I'm about to go see you? 25 to life and their merch spread is going to be 30 plus items like i'm you know more curious about that than this please shut up so i get it school yeah i i I was never the best student i I eventually dropped out of college so if school's for you uh, you know kudos to you do your thing but yeah i'm a college dropout officially okay well I am very happy to have been able to have the three of you on from reaching out. Maybe I'll have to reach out and get the other members on at some point, but I'm so happy to have been able to have the three of you on to talk about the band. And I hope anybody who's listening to this, who is not familiar with reaching out, I hope you you all tune in to their music, go stream it, go see them live, do something to support that band. Cause I, I think what, you guys are doing it is super awesome and i'm very stoked to see what happens to all of you in the future thank you before we go is there anything else you guys would like to say before we sign off uh thank you for having us yeah, yeah I don't got <laughs> well you guys are welcome anytime if you guys need 
anything for me just let me know because i love your band want to support as much as i can and I, w- I want you guys to have the you know a great success in the future so like i said if you guys need anything from me just just let me know just, just hit me up thank you all right well thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll be back soon goodbye mm-hmm.